We're gonna bring y'all into our huddle. You're in the Warriors Huddle with me, Bram. No markers today, but with me per usual, my master of all things video and sound, Maxime. How's it going? Maxime, fired up to announce rejoining us on one side, and then also brand new on the other, the all powerful moderators on a Warriors subreddit page with about a half million members, the hosts of a Kevin Durant AMA, and two guys whose headphones are making me feel really self conscious. I mean, they came in way more professional than I've been at any point while we've hosted this podcast. Eric and Parks, what's going on, boys? What's up, man? Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. uh, There's some pressure on today. I'm really fired up for it. So I'll give you guys kind of a theme, and then we're going to go back and explore you, Parks, because the audience haven't met you yet. And we want to make Eric a little jealous. So we're going to spend as much time on that as possible. Here's the idea. Um, so warriors have had more success in the last, I don't know, six, seven years than I thought they would ever have having rooted for this team for four decades. But as that's happened, it feels like at least on social media and the people in my immediate circle have gotten more bitchy, have gotten angrier. The the fans have not gotten happier with this dynasty. You know, you'd think we'd all be like, skipping together and and you know singing songs of fucking victory but instead we've gotten more pissy and angrier across the board but maybe that's just me projecting which is why i'm bringing you gentlemen in you guys oversee the warrior subreddit you have probably looked at more warriors takes than you know we have even thought of so that's why you're here and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah it's gonna be a fun episode we've definitely seen a lot of opinion pieces come through. There's some uh, some highlights, some lowlights, some internet drama, some catfishing, some gaslighting. We've seen it all, man. So this, yeah. I think this should be fun. I want to hear about every one of those topics. Uh, real fast, Perks. All right. You're a Warriors fan, yeah. man? The, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, so uh, I'd say I've been a Warriors fan all my life. I really started watching the team around the like 2010-11 season. I... I remember being a big Doral Wright fan who was a uh, part of the NBC broadcast for a little bit. I think he's coaching over. Uh, I don't remember where exactly, but he's gone into coaching the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, I've been watching consistently since that season. Um, you know, I remember all the hype around the 2014-15 season when you know we had the Young Buck Warriors coming up and they were just setting everything on fire. No one believed in them. And then they went on to win that championship and start that dynasty. So yeah, I've been rocking with them for over a decade now, like 13, 14 years. So, is it weird? Nice you, so both sides, I already like you. Also, I'm already resentful. <laughs> you only had one year that you had to go through this before they were basically <laughs> winning championships, dude. I mean, when you say you've been rocking with them forever, a decade, I mean, really, they've just been crazy yeah. successful since you hopped on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely got lucky. I didn't have to go through, you know, those uh, very rough uh, early 2000s years and stuff before that. So obviously, I mean. I started in 2010-11, and so, I mean, those first couple of seasons, yeah, we saw a couple of playoff appearances. They weren't, you know, the best basketball we've seen in those Mark Jackson years. But, yeah, I would say I got I got a little bit lucky just just before the start of the dynasty coming on. So, uh, I mean, this will be the last thing I do to push you away, but you can fuck yourself, Perks. I mean, they won more games in those two seasons than they did maybe for, like, 15 years that I watched them. Oh, yeah. Eric, so how do you – you, you – straddle the line of being almost as crazy as me and then yeah. healthy and very nice and giving which which drives me crazy you know perks real well i mean what do you think dude like the do you have any 
dangling resentment because he didn't have to go through the real nasty years or, you know, look, he's a big fan and we can just accept that. You know, I don't, I don't hold it against him because Perks is a younger man than we are. So he, uh, <laughs> he didn't hop in like mid, mid adulthood, finding a team that suddenly looked good. And the amount of work that he's done building up the Twitter account, he carried the subreddit on his back during the dark days. So uh, I owe this dude a lot. There you go. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, that was a very mature answer. And now I seem like the asshole yet again. No <laughs> one's surprised, boys. Let's see a theme. <laughs> uh, I mean, people, we, we tried to go into whether or not our show needed a catchphrase recently. It turns out we don't have a catchphrase, but we do have a theme. And it's that I'm an asshole. So yeah. hooray for that theme. <laughs> Let's jump into the theme for this show, boys. Um, so I got a bunch of questions about craziest takes, things you've seen on Reddit. First, explain to me, what does it mean to be a moderator, right? I set you boys up as the moderator for the Warriors subpage. What is that word? What does that mean for the two of you? So uh, Reddit as a community is obviously there's administrative oversight with the development of the entire web page. But uh, each individual subreddit or category is maintained by a group of volunteers that have been selected by the community or by the people that have initiated that specific subreddit. So uh, our leader of the Warrior subreddit is uh, a user that goes by the username AstroSexy. Uh, he's actually a, an internal medicine physician, we've learned. So he started the Warrior subreddit when it had one subscriber like 12 years ago or 13 years ago. The, as the sub grew and grew, they had put out a, like a, a casting call, essentially. They built like a smart form, like, hey, would you like to be a moderator? Why should we pick you? And so Perks and I joined in, um, but essentially we're volunteers that help guide the conversation is how we describe it. If someone makes a really offensive comment that people have big problems with, they can report that comment that drops into the mod mail box. And then a moderator should go evaluate that. Like, hey, what's going on? Why are people put off by this? Let's delete that. Let's approve that. So over time, we've curated a specific set of subreddit rules. I'd say like the main tenant of that is that we don't want to filter conversation at all. But if your conversation isn't one about the Warriors or productive, or if it's focused on like ripping someone down and not actually discussing the team, uh, we usually nix those comments. Yeah. Here, let, let's get to the to the nitty gritty of it. I view Reddit as a giant playground. It's a bunch of people screaming at one another. You guys are like mm -hmm. the yard fucking teachers. <clears throat> you make sure that it stays at least somewhat civil. And yeah. so in this post board where people are only talking about the Warriors, either crazy or otherwise, you not only see everybody's takes, but you make sure those takes don't get too nasty. Am I am I about right? Yeah, you can have a bullshit take for sure, and we won't delete that if it seems like you're sincere in your bad take. But if your bad take is that, like, hey, the Warriors are going to win and Maxime is an idiot, like, we're going to delete that. Like, that has nothing to do with the game. Like, there's no, there's no place for that. And so literally to do your job, you have to read and cover and watch people's takes about the Warriors nonstop, yeah? Yeah, some slip through for sure, but generally, like, Maxime would see that post where someone called him an idiot and be like, fuck this guy, I'm reporting this comment, and then it lets us know, hey, someone's got a problem with this, but there's a ton of stuff that flows through that I just never read because no one reports it. Yeah, I'll have you know that every one of my Maxime sucks takes were justified, and I'm not sure why he keeps telling you boys about it. Also, this is going to attract me, I have to say, it, the astro sexy thing. 
Um, so I love when people still have emails that they obviously had in college, you know, it's not yeah. calling them around. For like sure. my first year at UC Santa Cruz, I forget what it was, but it's terrible. It was like huge 420 at gmail.com or some shit. And when I was first um, trying to make the jump into law school and then trying to get internships, sending things to law, you know, law firms like, oh no, huge 420 forever. Like it did not really work out for me. And I'm sure that Astro Sexy is somewhere wishing that Eric had not told the world that he's a fucking internal physician. He's taking care of patients. Right? He's, fucking- yeah, he's like, everybody right now who has an internal physician is is looking up to see, wait, is, is that, that better not be my doctor, dude, because I don't need oh, Astro right. Sexy looking me over here. Yeah, right. Um, Maxine, do you hop on, on Reddit? Are you a, uh, a user? I, I am, yeah. I mean, that's like my main source of basketball discourse yeah. and news at this point. I hop up the, on there in the morning and just on the splash page because it basically tells me either shit I need to know about that's going on online or some ridiculous rabbit hole. The I am I the asshole subreddit. I've suddenly found myself doing it. People are just telling stories and then allowing others to join them and yeah. judge whether or not what they've done is right or wrong. Yeah. Uh, that is content that is made for me directly. I've read <laughs> a million of those. And I'm always that guy. Like I'm generally speaking, I feel like they're reading my diary. But perks, quantify it for us. How many Warriors takes do you think you've read? You know, 1,000, 10,000, 50,000. What do you think? Oh, man. I don't even know if I could put that into a number, man. Like, when back when I first started, for like the first four or five years, I would grind on Reddit, man. I would fucking mm-hmm. look at every report, make sure the queue was, like, stacked. So I, I don't know, maybe 100,000 at this point. <laughs> wow, let's go. How about you, Eric? Over, under 100,000. I don't know, man. It's got to be somewhat similar. I would say that like more than I'll ever, ever remember. Uh, mm. And thank God, because there's some loser takes. <laughs> so that's what I want to know about, man. And and um, yeah. uh, we have a segment we haven't done for a while that you guys are perfect for. Um, that's burning through me as well. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it till we get through some of these subreddit takes. Uh, let's address the premise. All right. Mm. So am I right? You guys have seen as the people who have seen hundreds of thousands of warriors takes as this dynasty has taken off does it feel like the fan base has gotten a little bit more pissy and angrier and more bitchy or is that just who i am around i think so i would say i feel like during like the dynasty come up like the pre-kd years i think because fans had like not experienced that level of winning and like ever really it was a lot of like joyous like just a lot of happiness going on, like even on the subreddit. I wasn't a moderator back then, but like I was still part of the community. And like it was just a pleasant place to be around. Not that it isn't now, but I think all that winning has gotten to some people, especially the newer fans who have become more accustomed to it. And it's led to this like level of perfectionism where like even the smallest thing, even in like some wins where the Warriors like just dominate, you still have users coming in and like nitpicking the smallest things. Like Kurt didn't play this young player for this many minutes. It's like, what? Like, so I would say though, the 1920 season when we won 15 games, that was actually a fairly pleasant one just because there was no expectations on the team. And everyone who was on the subreddit and like active was actually like watching the game just to enjoy it. And so that I think stood out from the KD years. It's like, wow, this was kind of nice. And Kurt, Kurt even said something about it too, remember? Well, yeah, it also cost Drew Schiller his job. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Drew Schiller, formerly of CSN Bay Area. I think he was CSN Bay Area. Oh, yeah. Friend of the podcast. Yeah, I made a comment. I, I feel like it was in good faith that, like, mm. Steve Kerr had said that his favorite season was the year after Katie left. 
<laughs> and like that quote got run and Steve Kerr was like super offended because it made it sound like he had beef with KD. And then uh, Drew uh, mysteriously got relegated to the G League cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Eric, you're a really good reader of people. Take what Perks just told us and explain it for me. You know, because I, I think that that read on expectations is a smart one. What is it about the success that has changed the the temperature? You know, what would for and I'm, I'm not these are let's define this. I'm not talking about the entire fan base. In fact, I'm sure that 95% of the silent majority couldn't be happier. But of that 5% who needs everybody to know their opinion, they seem to, you know, that opinion seems to be F whoever it is, F Kerr, F Ubre, F whoever. Every time there's a change, it's freak out immediately, you know? So why? What's led to that? Oh, Ubre. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, so I can't sit here and claim to understand why Jim Park is the way that he is. <laughs> Shout out Jim Park. Shout out Jim Park. Uh, the guy's just a legend in the Twitter space, in oh, my man. opinion. Um, I don't know. That's a great question, man. It's a, it's a combination of people getting too used to success. I feel like the extreme is like the way that some Lakers fans are like, mm-hmm. like any, any loss at all is out is unacceptable. Um, my take on it when you were talking about like, um, has it gotten worse over the years? It's just been a slow boil, man. Reddit's been full of degenerates since I, since I joined. So it's hard for me to remember a time when people behind the anonymity of the internet weren't popping off with wild takes. So I don't know. There's so many more people now um, that maybe we see it more. One of the first reviews the huddle ever got on the Reddit, I forget the upside. It gave us some upside. And then it turned to me and it said, um, I have to fast forward until your voice stops, which was one of the most effective. I do. It's been like eight years. And like, I still, still think about, about it up a little bit. It like, it just hit me right to the core. I remember reading it thinking, I don't care about, Oh my God, that yeah. hurts so badly. So, Congratulations. That guy that wrote that is probably 16 now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and and he's owned my soul for at least half of his life. So rent free, baby. Rent free. Nicely played, Astro Sexy. You're a doctor as well. So who the hell knew that? Um, I'm going to give you guys a name. You tell me what kind of emotions that name brought out. All right. How about Chris Paul? What emotions or things have you seen on the board? This dude is the most hated dude in the history of modern warriors era. He's been, he's been the bane or like the thorn in the side of the team for the last 10 plus years. Right. He's followed them around the league, uh, losing everywhere he goes. So is he being accepted now though? When you guys, when you hop on that subreddit, what's the, is that what people are still talking about? FM? Is it, no, he can help. You know, the pick and roll and the second unit. Is there any positivity? Uh, I mean, I'd say it's still definitely divisive. Um, I think a lot more people are accepting than I had yeah. expected. Um, I think you know, there's a clear understanding of why that trade was made and what you know Chris Paul can bring to the team. I think, if anything, the discourse around Paul these days is more so about whether or not he should start. That's where a lot of people are like, you mm-hmm. know, um, put out the best five guys or like, who do you I, I would agree with that as well. Everybody agrees with it except for Chris Paul, you know, yeah, yeah. which is the only fucking problem. Um, He's got to know, right? He's just got to know. There's I, no way. You coaching, Eric? Man. Apparently, he did not know, dude. Like, I'm, I'm ready. And put me in, man. <laughs> Shout out Kendra Andrews. Kendra, you coaching Andrews. 
Uh, that was a tough moment for media, man. It was kind of a bold introduction for him um, to that, to like that media space. Like, no, no words minced at all. No, not, not at all. He definitely rubbed some folks the wrong way with that comment, though. If by folks you mean the entire Warriors fan base, then I completely <laughs> well, I was going to say the entire team. media space, the entire Warriors media space. My Kevin Looney fan base. <laughs> right here, another name. Yeah. Jordan Poole. I think now that he's off the team, it's more positive, I would say. When he when he was still on the team, especially this last season with all the turnovers and the poor play, it was very um it was a very controversial subject. But I think ever since the move, it's been more so in him like mm-hmm. uh, in more like a positive light. Like I think people understand why it happened and they they want to see him succeed. Obviously, I mean Poole's, you know, he's a good kid. He's a hard worker. Um I, you know, he I think it was a professional in his time with the Warriors, and I think a lot of fans recognize that. And so I think mm-hmm. at this point with them off the team, they are more so hoping for him to see success. So I, I think it, it was unfair for the fan base to have to make a take on the trading of Jordan Poole because any discussion surrounding that was directly tied to how you felt about the retention of Draymond Green, which mm-hmm. obviously has big feelings. And we're not just talking because of the punch. And, and that's a valid reason for sure. There was a chemistry that was absolutely altered, but also just cap space. There, there yeah. was it wasn't going to work. And Perks and I, we talked about this like at extensively, like to the point where we were beating a dead horse. Like even a year before this happened, where we said like next year this is not possible. Like, mm-hmm. and then when they signed Wiggins and Poole at the same day, we're like. Either Lakeham's lost his mind and they're going to 500 million, or Jordan Poole's got to go, or Draymond has to go. That's one of the, both of them cannot exist um, in the same payroll. So I'm I'm not surprised. Uh, and we felt that way before. There was a whole play out where he wasn't playing great defense and he had a flop of a playoffs. Like this was when he was at his peak, coming off a championship. Said this doesn't work financially long term. Take me through the emotional arc for him. All right, Jordan Poole gets punched those first. Three, four weeks after that, was the board supportive or not supportive of JP? I saw supportive, I felt like. I feel people were really put off by the Draymond antics. That It ruffled a lot of feathers. I think seeing the video is what really, I think, of course, really pushed away from Draymond. Yeah, I mean, mean, and it was, yeah, it was uh, nasty. And we don't have to, yeah, I won't won't play-by-play that. Okay, now fast forward into the playoffs. Uh, Jordan Poole has the postseason he has how was the board supportive or not supportive not supportive he was unplayable like Mm -mm. so what i would say is that he got the fairest of shakes when you evaluated his play like um the reaction fairly matched the level of product that he was putting on the court during that point of his career there is a better than 50 percent chance jordan Poole fell down while you completed that sentence eric so i i completely agree with you it was in fact at somewhere least- in the wizard's practice <laughs> and, and andre says it would have been harder for him to fall over than it would have been to just stay up right? if just if all he just tried to stay up instead of tried to not try or whatever the hell it was it's been a tough week for jordan Poole. that andre broke down is the most divisive person on the Golden State roster, Steve Kerr. I mean, I, that, that's the name that I didn't get to, but figured that, that that would probably be the person who's triggered the angriest takes or the best takes or the worst takes. Like on the current roster, or does someone like Chiosa or Brad Wanamaker count? Yeah, does great question. Matter? No, anyone. Yeah, who 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 do you think have have gotten Warriors fans um, as divided? As it's Draymond. Off- it's got to yeah. be Draymond. It's Draymond, Kurt, and Katie when he was here. And Draymond is given like 
ample reason for people to take offense over a variety of topics. Um, fans go crazy when he blows it and he kicks someone in the nuts and is unavailable for his team. And he's also won us a few championships or been a big enough piece that we don't win without him. It's really interesting to see the range of emotions when it comes to Draymond, especially on the subreddit. Like you have people who are like, everything he does is is important for them to win the game. Like if he gets suspended, he you know does something bad on the court. Like no, that's part of it. We need that. We need that energy from him. And people are like diehard about that. And on the same scope, you have people who are like, you could sub in Draymond for Ben Simmons and we'd be fine. And it's just yeah. like the level of, of difference between very people polarizing. of how they view him is very interesting among fans. The, the thing that um, gets lost on Draymond, and I've said this a few times, and I'll push it to another topic quickly. But the thing that gets lost on Draymond is that um, even how he punched pool, but the, the, it's not just the defense that he helped bring into Golden State. That's not the only culture-changing thing that Draymond's responsible for. When the Warriors were terrible, when we were marching towards 15 wins on a season, one of the things that we were always getting is pushed around constantly. That was just always true. No one had to worry about us. And the first person to start pushing back and changing that physicality was Draymond Green. And that that's as much as a dynastic step as Steph's unbelievable offense mm. is the, oh, no, 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 we are not going to be thrown to the ground. That's not happening, mm. not here anymore. And, you know, Dre is at the heart of that change. Uh, Maxine, let's turn to you, dude. Let me change the question. Do you become nastier when you're anonymous? If, when you're on Reddit, if you have a, you know, if you, a burner account, not one that says Maxine. But if you're interacting with somebody and they do not know who you are, are you any more ugly or aggressive? I think it takes a lot of intelligence to be able to lie, and I'm not that intelligent. And so my worry is that over the course of a couple of years, I would get found out. Like yeah. if you if you go through my history and the types of things that I'm interested in, right? There's some like regional subreddits like the Warriors, right? So you get me local um, you cross-reference a few things and it's like, oh, that's definitely me. And I'm like, I'm just not smart enough to juggle that game. So like, nah, I'm, I'm pretty much just myself on the subreddit. I'm like nice to people. <laughs> I learned early on that conflict gets views. So like trying to get Eric and Perk's uh, podcast out there is impossible. You know, I mean, you can record it, but actually getting people to listen to it is a hell of an uphill climb. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways I did it was I drop takes onto post boards, including uh, Warriors separate and Warriors Rose's other things. Then I would create another account and have them argue and have have one of them be like, You're dog shit, and this is terrible, and I hated this day. And, and and doing that got us way more attention mm. than if I if I had my little burner account say, Oh, I really like this podcast, come and listen to it. No one gave it one F about it then. But if I was angry and talk shit, they'd listen just so that even if they wanted to pile on, it forced them to listen. But so what I, if I, I um, could see why that would happen. Would either of you boys do like do do you guys get more aggressive when you're anonymous? I mean, do do you understand the phenomenon? What if I told you that during this podcast, Maxime texted me privately and told me that he dropped a comment about how your voice was shitty eight years ago? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all. And it would drive the content. To drive content. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Fuck you, Maxime. Uh, I think Parks and I probably have a similar approach in this fashion that I actually really limit how much conversing I do on Reddit mm -hmm. because of the moderating position that I'm in, where I'm. I don't want to feel like 
uh, if I contribute or have a conversation with someone or a differing of opinions that there could be a backlash where they feel like they might get banned for the subreddit by having right. an aggressive take. I don't want to bait someone into having a, a, a disagreement and feel like they're not getting a fair shake to voice their opinion or even that like my my opinions might garnish more karma than theirs because I'm a name recognized in the community. Mm. So as a whole, I, with intentionality, just pretty much stay completely out of, huh. I, I read it in the background, but I don't contribute to the conversation unless it's something that I actually feel really passionate about. And that would be uh, like when they're, when the team or like Steve Kerr has directly talked about gun control or current mm. events yeah. where the, the basketball yeah. world spills into these things that I do feel are really important. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, I think, yeah. you know, for me specifically as a moderator, I feel like, you know, uh, it's important that we lead by example. And obviously the main thing we want to accomplish on the subreddit is to create an uh, environment where people feel comfortable discussing the Warriors across all platforms. So I always try to, you know, even if there's something a little divisive, I try to come at it from a respectful angle and, you know, acknowledge the argument that's being made and present my counter argument without, you know, resorting to name calling or whatever. Um, in terms of your question, I, I do think, you know, an, an, uh, anonymity allows for people to kind of be more aggressive and disrespectful because, you know, there isn't anything tying them to that account, um, to that specific username. So they feel more free in expressing themselves. I don't know if that's a Reddit specific thing. Cause I, I think I see way nastier takes on Twitter, honestly, from some of those yeah. anonymous accounts. I, on I there. agree. I agree with it's, that. Uh, it can get very ugly, more ugly but than stuff I see on Twitter. Twitter. The ones on Twitter are repeat offenders. Yeah. That you like become familiar with their toxic username. And like we've banned Reddit users that said the first offensive thing that these people are five years down the rabbit hole talking about. Like they're they're not on Reddit anymore. Like yeah. I mean, they've just been banned. So, so this is the perfect transition. Also sets up why you guys were the perfect guests for this. So it's a segment we haven't done for a while. It's called You've Got Hate Mail. So we we get uh, feedback mm. every now and again. Um, some of it is positive, and I'll highlight that at some stage. And honestly, I cannot tell you how much the positive takes mean to us. Keep them coming. I don't read them because nobody wants to hear compliments. Everybody likes to hear shit talking. So for You've Got Hate Mail... I'm going to read you boys a real review. In fact, we're looking at it right here. I'm going to read it out to you. Um, and at the end of it, you're going to use your sociological prowess. All right, boys, you're going to tell me how old we think this person is who wrote it. You're going to tell me what they think or what you think they do for a living. And then you are going to grade the, uh, the piece of hate mail. So here it is. This is from iTunes, I believe. Uh, it's a one-star review entitled, Bram is so self-centered. Bram is really what bugs me on this show. All self-centered and annoying. Introduces a segment, and then I'll go first. Repetitive, ill-conceived, regular segments that get conceptually explained every freaking pod. MT and the sound guy are okay, but really need to do their jobs and produce a decent show, parenthetically MT, and edit the sound decently, sound dude. When they used to bleep out profanity, it would be at an ear-splitting level that would make me jump. And then here's probably the best part. Do better, he finishes it. Mm. The name is Bill Evans Vibe. Um, so, boys, I'll <laughs> – Bill Evans needs to make you upset. I'll go first to give you boys some time <laughs> to think. Okay? So, uh, <laughs> Did not learn from the – No, uh, no, no. I, and you better, had another question. But the fourth question, so the, the questions we're asking, how old do we think they are? What does this person mm. do for a living? Grade it, and then do they continue to listen? After writing this, will they hear what it is that we're saying? All right? So age, 
Bill Evans vibe. Um, Bill Evans is, is old enough. I'm going to say this guy, I'm going to say in his 30s, maybe 32, 33 profession, someone who has hell of time on their hands um, or at least drives a lot. So I'm going to say Uber listens, listens frequently, gets furious as it goes. Grade, pretty low, C, C+. Plus. This doesn't have the biting impact of um, I fast forward until your voice stops. I don't think I'm going to continue to think about this one. But the do better did like really nailed it. That's a nice little shot there. So <laughs> I'll put it at C plus. And do they continue to listen? Fuck yes, they do. Although is an, is an A like this is the shittiest that someone could write, or is an A like hey, this is a great review? Yeah, like, A <laughs> A is. They wrote it in a way that just devastates you, you know, like a shit talking okay. where like it really, okay. really resonates. This one, he's, he's a little crazy. Like it's not going to hurt me that badly. Although yeah. I did really enjoy that. He continues to not know Maxime's name and went <laughs> twice to say in there. Sound dude, that just seemed like another great shot. So yeah, there you go. Um, do they continue to listen? I say yes. Uh, Eric, what do you got? Age, profession, grade. And do you think they still listen? It's hard to determine this dude's age because the the way in which he came at you is like you feel like it's something that like a a child would say, but <laughs> clearly he's like an angry older guy that just hasn't moved past that stage in his life. Uh, I'm thinking that this guy is slicing the lunch meats at uh, Jersey Mike's is my guess, and um, I don't know the C plus. It's a little above average, but I don't think anyone's getting moved by this review. Yeah. Yeah, you think they're listening? Is this is Bill Evans' vibe hearing what uh, we're saying? Yeah, this guy's addicted to pain. <laughs> <laughs> Perks, why don't you go next? Um, I think this is just Cyrus from Locked On Dubs. <laughs> I'm doing some research on the competition. Uh -oh. <laughs> if it was, he would have said something about us not having credentials. So we know. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> That's a really good take. <laughs> That's a phenomenal take, Perks. Drop the mic. Nicely done. Oh. Okay. I'm not sure how old he is, but we'll take it from there. Uh, Maxime, drive us home. Actually, I'm sorry. Sound guy, drive us home. I don't know. I don't know which one I like less, uh, sound guy or Max, uh, but we'll come back to that at a later date. So the first thought that came to my mind is this is Kevin Durant. Okay. And the reason it came into my mind is like Kevin Durant might actually like Bill Evans. And so then I was Googling around. And so I guess there's an ISU coach named Bill Evans, but like Bill Evans vibe, we're probably talking about the piano player. Um, and so then I went in and I actually like, I, I searched for Kevin Durant, Bill Evans, and I came across this uh, Reddit post from the vinyl subreddit talking about oh. how this kind of blue lineup of Miles Coltrane, Bill Evans and Cannonball is like having Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Draymond and Clay Thompson all on the same team which is hilarious, but then that actually happened. So maybe this Bill Evans vibe mm. guy is Thaddeus Flo. I don't know. The um, the journey continues, but I'm sticking with the potential that it's Kevin Durant here. And the reason I say that is because of the sound guy take, which does get a little bit under my skin. Mm. First of all, I will admit, when I first started doing the bleeping, I would listen back and I was like, shit, that's too loud. <laughs> but I've made a point. The bleep is now much, much quieter. And also, it's been gone for like two years. So what does he... This guy waited a whole year to drop this take after we were no longer bleeping. It says in the in the thing when they used to bleep it out, like find a new track, bro. Like so, so that's why I think this guy cares a lot more than you would expect. Um, and mm. so I think it's Kevin Durant. So you know, age what thirty four or whatever. 
um, profession, uh, professional basketball player. Professional tweeter. Uh, grade <laughs> C. Yeah, C. What I thought these answers are phenomenal. Um, <laughs> what I love is just kind of putting myself into the emotional state. Like someone finishes a podcast and is like, no, like, no, I hated that. <laughs> I, I've got to do something. I have to do something. He's like, you know what I can do? I've got a review. And he drives one star. He's like, that's not enough. Somebody may still know something about it. So I need to tell them why and fires off. Bram is what really bugs me on this show, but that's not enough. He's like, I need three or four more paragraphs. <laughs> he fires off this entire shit. Like I don't, why not just stop listening? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know why you'd go through the time and the effort to just shithouse me like this. But, you know, good, good for you, Bill Evans vibe. Um, you successfully got under my skin. Uh, boys, last question, and I should have done it earlier, but you sent me pictures of the AMA you did with Kevin Durant. And I've we, we put it in the open. What does that like? So I know what an AMA is. But does that mean you're working with him? Like, what, what's it like to host something with him? How was that experience? This one was completely random. Like, yeah. So Perks and I, we we joined the the Reddit community at the same time uh, as moderators. And over the years, uh, we discussed, like, what can we do to try and bring value to this community as people that are actually not connected to anyone within the sports world at all? Like, how can we leverage this responsibility as moderators that we have and try and create content for the community. So we started diving through and trying to find agents numbers and reaching out like, Hey, would your player be interested in, in uh, hosting and getting connected with fans? And obviously we're a lot more successful with G league guys or with rookie guys that have a small enough following that they actually read the shit we send to them. <laughs> Katie's agent came out of nowhere and was like, Hey, yo, Katie's interested in, uh, in connecting with fans. How's this time? And I'll type the answers up for him or give him an account or whatever. So when he started it, this dude, Swiss Frank was like, Hey, is this really KD? And he like took this photo of him oh. with his laptop, looking at this Reddit AMA in real time. And everyone's like, Oh shit, it is KD. Um, ironically that, uh, that thread there, that Reddit thread was the, what was it? The, like the seventh, seventh most upvoted post in yeah. the history and uh if you got it a minute first at one point i think it was it's been passed by a couple things um mm. we got we got time to go through a couple of these real quick bram maxine sure. Yeah. Sure. maxine you got that photo of katie licking his lips <laughs> or oh, yeah. licking his lips and katie sniffing the air like he's taking in some sweet sweet strawberries mm. <laughs> so someone posted this it was like my broadcast froze at an interesting time this post has been upvoted over 19,000 times. <laughs> Some dude actually went to his local, local boba shop and had them print this logo on the top of his milk tea. <laughs> that one did numbers too. Uh, it almost looks like the fake Clay Thompson too. I mean, it obviously is him. Yeah, but you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like snuck in, like it looks like him. Big Dawes TV. Uh, this, this is the number one most viewed post on all of the Warriors subreddit. Let's go. Um, all right. Hey, I take it back. I was shithousing. You did do research, and I almost fucking fired through without you letting us uh, enjoy your research. So I no, apologize. This I next, wait. this is a really good one, but my absolute favorite post that the subreddit has ever seen—the number two most viewed post ever—coming in at seventeen point six thousand upvotes. The title was 
The Cleveland professional baseball team has blown a 3-1 lead to lose Game 7 of the World Series in an absolute devastating fashion. <laughs> that was uploaded, uh, uploaded by Warriors fans 17,000 times. <laughs> the amount of reports we've gotten on that. Like, you've got to leave it there. It's just so ironic and hilarious that you have a community that had a collective wit about this tragedy in the history of our franchise. It's just so funny to me. Uh, I love that post. It's like all time. I really like the uh, the subheading. How unfortunate for them! It's just the whole thing <laughs> yes. is comedy gold. It's how unfortunate so without the f. I mean, like and it <laughs> makes it even better. It's like misspelled. Unfortunate. Yeah, even That's so good, man. I think and my the- favorite post still has to be. Um, so we have this user Ardalas who oh. met Clay Thompson and got Clay to sign his toaster. Oh, the toaster and guy. And Ronnie, legend. That was like the meme on our subreddit for the longest time. For the longest Ronnie right there with the chip, dude. Did he tell you why there was Ronnie a Reyes. Like what, what went into the idea of, all right, I'm going to bring my toaster to Clay? Like, is there any explanation for that? If He's I remember correctly. On already. Yeah, he had that toaster. I don't know where he got it from. We just had a Warriors themed toaster. And he had some people sign it and was like, I'm going to go meet Clay Thompson. I want to stand out and bring him something weird. And Clay like looks at this toaster and like, you want me to sign this? And he's like, yeah. He's like, all right. And then he just scribbles his name on it. But- I think my favorite, uh, <laughs> my favorite moment is that Ronnie rode this, Ardalas rode this claim to fame with this toaster. Hmm. And he actually got invited to the Warriors Championship Parade, and they put him yeah. on a float with his toaster. But uh, it was him and Dance Mom. Remember oh, Dance Mom? It was on the Jumbotron constantly. Oh, yeah. With the sweater. In the <laughs> Yes, yes. And Perks already knows where I'm going with this. Uh, Roz, Roz Gold, uh, she did an interview at the parade with Ardala's and Dance Mom, <laughs> where she... <laughs> I, I feel like it's so cringeworthy. I'm feeling I'm crawling out of my own skin, even talking about it. And so it's like, here is Roz freestyle rapping about being at the parade, dance mom at the parade. And there's dance mom doing her dance. And there's Ardala's like, she's trying to get him to dance. And you can tell he's so uncomfortable. And it's just the fucking most brutal thing you've ever seen in your life. The story so, is making me feel like I'm wrong. Oh, it's so bad, man. So at one point when uh, Perks and I were like redesigning the Reddit page, we actually put an Easter egg on like the old. You can't see it anymore unless you visit old Reddit. But -hmm. in the bottom right corner of the banner, there's a little snoo logo, like the Reddit logo, the alien guy with the antenna in a Warriors jersey. And if you click on him, it will take you to the YouTube video no. of Roz freestyling. But everyone browses Reddit on mobile, so no one ever saw it. Like it's no been there ever for, said anything. It's been like six or seven years it's been there. It's still there. You can still go click on it, and no one's ever found it. And like everyone's still to watch it and just fucking melt in my own chair with humiliate third party humiliation wow. it's so nasty you're not kidding there it is yeah. boom click on that shit real quick 
Hey, yeah, it's on that little toaster. That's the guy. Oh, that's a little Reddit secret for you guys. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Warriors are champs. Warriors are oh, champs. No. And it's the parade. Dance mom at the parade. Ooh, dance mom at the parade. Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant. They made it work. They brought in seven new faces. Chemistry. Chemistry. Kevin Durant. <laughs> woo, woo. Stephen Curry, Casper. Okay, toaster guy, Bob Myers. Oh. Okay. I think this is a good time to end the interview. Freestyle doesn't have to rhyme at all. You just have to be a bunch of words together. Oh, we reached peak <laughs> awkward content. Uh, yeah, there you go. For those people who have not yet checked out our YouTube page, if you're looking for a reason, this would be a phenomenal one. But boys, <laughs> love this. Really appreciate you boys joining us. Um, I'm also sure I'm not alone. For people who need far more Eric and Perks in their life, where do they go? Hey, well, you can find us, uh, obviously, over at reddit.com slash r slash warriors and join the community of 630,000 Claytheists growing strong. We're baptizing them in daily, mm -hmm. um, indoctrinating the, to the Warriors Supreme Team. Um, you can follow one of two or two of two uh, Twitter accounts, the primary one, at GSW Reddit, and then Perksus. GSW CBA. Yep. So GSW CBA has got a lot more of the cap space, salary stuff, uh, higher brain-powered account than the one that I'm uh, curating currently. <laughs> so that's the good one. For us, you want to uh, let us know we did a good job, bad job, any job, you can shoot us an email, shoot that email too. Huddle at warriorshuddle.com. Or huge 420 forever, whatever it is that works for you. We're also on social media slides. Look anywhere you want. With that in mind, the Warriors. Hopefully, see you soon. Good, good. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.